0: Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 190, episode 5 of today's icon! Uh, it's a production of iHeart Radio. (laughs) This is a podcast. (laughs) I was so violent. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It's Friday, June 25th, 2021. My name is Jack O'Brien, aka. Now, this looks like a pod for me. Hey everybody! I'm Jack O.B., gonna talk a little controversy because it feels so good on TDZ. That is courtesy of Rob Cunningham, for me, the Eminem of the podcast game, you know? And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co host, Mr. Miles Graham. I got a sore throat.
1: Should have got that vax when I was 18. Apologize if I spread diseases that you can't clean like what's up with this delta strain we could all fuck our lungs believe me and what's up with these doctors don't they know i have immunity that was just a little drake off the top just made that up on the way <laughs> so oh. i was just like how can i just get i'm on that one up? yeah so there it is that's from me to you the listener
0: hello mm. you collaborate well with drake
1: yeah just two yeah. sensitive, light-skinned dudes. There you go.
0: Well, Miles, we are thrilled to be joined by the very talented artist, filmmaker, poet, and podcast host who you know from the very great podcast, Ethnically Ambiguous, yep. on this network. Uh, her first collection of poetry is called Dime Piece, and her films have been shown everywhere from the Vale Film Festival to something called The Mama? Mama. Mom- the Mama. Okay. And that's some sort of...
2: But this is a very big bio. This is the biggest bio you've ever done. <laughs> you don't have to read all of that.
0: Uh, I read. This is all from top of my dome. Who oh. uh, can read? <laughs> we are thrilled to be joined by the brilliant and talented Shireen Lani yunis
2: Okay, uh, I apologize in advance for this. Nah, for no apologies
3: necessary.
1: Go. Go on. Okay. Oh, shit. Oh, Fuck
2: bring Shereen into life <laughs> wake me up wake me up inside I can't wake up call my phone and I won't answer it's on silent I can't get out of bed so leave me there instead save me
1: Woo! Woo! Amy Lee, fucking quit. <laughs> we got Shireen in the building.
2: <laughs> I just needed the background because the, the song, you just know exactly what song it is. Just oh, hearing yeah. like two seconds of it, you know? That intro, oh, yeah. just mm-hmm.
1: whenever I hear the, the build up to that chorus, it reminds me of like Bad Magicians who I've seen <laughs> use that or like, or in comedies, you've seen people deploy that song so perfectly. But yeah, that, there's so much tension in that instrumental. Mm-hmm. Are you a big Evanescence amazing. fan or just a fan of that? So truck?
2: I heard I heard that song on the radio like a week ago. And it's been stuck in my head ever since. And I mean, like growing up, it was definitely cool, you know, like during that, like gothy phase. Mm-hmm. I mean, not everyone went through. Christian I went through. goth phase. But <laughs> is it Christian?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: OK, I had no idea. I regret oh, yeah. this entire thing.
1: I was like, did she? Wow. OK, she's down with his message. It sounds. Wait, like.
2: are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I have. I really had no idea. So, is it about Jesus? The bring me to life. Is it? Is she yeah. talking like he's? She's Jesus.
1: Yeah. Wake I me up so. inside. Are Lord. you fucking with me? Wake me up. No, they up. met at a Christian youth camp. Like the people wow. who are in the band.
2: Yeah, they're so it's, lame. It's goth. Now to it's like me.
0: goth Christian.
2: They're fucking dorks. Okay, never mind.
0: <laughs> I think the most high-profile troll I ever got was from I think the bassist, maybe the guitarist from Evanescence, who. Left the band because they weren't Christian enough, and it, like talked shit about me. And so, wow. in some respect, I don't even remember wow. the context. I just
2: thought they were cool ass like goth people that loved like blue toed music videos. But now they're just fucking dorks. They're dorks. Hey, I look,
1: don't they're know. just they're just spreading his word.
0: You know, dorks for know the Lord, to... Lord Shireen. yeah I thought they were
2: just like all that, I thought all their lyrics were like emo. Bring me to life. Save me from the nothing I've become. Like, okay, you're really depressed, but now it's. Now it's all different. It's skewed. I don't I don't like that. Yeah. Wow.
1: I mean it's it it is this is the thing. That's that's how they that's how they indoctrinate us, you know, with their goth Christian new metal.
2: Wait, so you just went right to talking about Evanescence and not about my song?
0: Yeah. The the performance, <laughs> Miles. Talk about oh, the yeah, performance. Yeah. Uh, that's what I told I said Amy Lee needs to
2: quit. Oh, right. You that was the first that. thing I said. That's I Amy Lee. I need validation yeah. all the time.
1: You got validation <laughs> and, and the funny thing is
2: you don't need it because everybody heard it.
1: You know what I mean? It's apparent.
2: <laughs> I just love that first, wake me up. Like, yeah. like, like, <laughs> yeah. When you're driving and you that. hear that, yeah. you're like, okay, okay. Yeah. See?
1: Well, you know what they trying to wake you up, so maybe you'll you go back to church on Sunday.
2: Yeah. You yeah. I mean? Maybe it's working. It's in my I, head all the time. I can't wake up. Wake me up. Yeah. It's,
1: I mean, <laughs> oof, please, Christ, help me. Mm. <laughs> I'm spending too much money at hot topic.
2: <laughs> I did. There was something I really related to. I think it was either a tweet or something. Whatever, it's just something in the ether. But it was like, uh, "Go! I want to go back to lockdown because I've spent more money in the last three weeks than I spent in all of 2020." And that's how Ooh. I feel, right? Like, you
1: mean like this, just going out there? You're just you're just going just out there, being flying like out your more,
2: pocket. Yeah, I, I feel that way. Like I've been to like one, like outdoor like, you know edendale and this is so stupid yeah. and, like, it's yeah, like an yeah. outdoor thing and i spent oh, so yeah. much money it was like the first time i had been to a restaurant i was like okay let's go i don't know i just don't like how you're like to, buying everyone
0: like meals you're like <laughs> hey, yeah send them a whole chicken <laughs> yeah. over there Cocktails i love their energy on me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah anyway we're gonna get to know you a little bit better in a moment first a uh, couple of the stories we're talking about joe biden's plan to curb gun violence with cops. More cops. <laughs> Britney Spears basically confirmed everything the Free Britney movement has suspected in a 20-minute court appearance, up to and including that she was spelling out "help" in her oh. eyelashes uh, oh. in those Instagram Whoa. photos. No, that's not true.
4: Oh. Uh, but basically
0: everything else.
2: <laughs> I believe anything.
1: <laughs> I did too. I was like, no.
0: I I, I felt like everyone. Had, I mean, we she had does have very
2: in cryptic Instagram. Like, I would I would not put it past yeah. her. You know.
0: No, for sure. I like I'm open to anything at this point. The yeah. The Free Britney movement was right about so much that mm-hmm. I'm going to listen to them when they start endorsing political candidates. Yeah. Uh, the uh, uh, well, hold on. You, you never know <laughs> what might happen with that. Uh, they, they've linked with Q and yeah. uh, together they're an unstoppable political force. Speaking of Q, we're going to talk about just the growing kind of some. Trends of uh, violence and extremism we're seeing on the right. We're also going to talk about Republicans' attempt to grapple with climate change. uh, That live-action Snow White remake. This new Jerry Seinfeld movie about the making of Pop-Tarts for some reason. Uh, All of that. Plenty more. But first, Shereen, we'd like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history?
2: Well, believe it or not, my most recent search history is bring me to life is instrumental <laughs> so, so there you go it's just right there so yep Have no, you got- I'm not even, and then a little bit down from that is bring me to life lyrics evanescence because i wanted to make sure i was getting the, the beats right and i still fucked it up but whatever don't come at me
0: i thought i thought you nailed it
2: oh thank you so much jack
0: like jesus was nailed to the cross
1: <laughs> for our sins uh, and we brought him back to life after three days. Uh, did you get into? Have you gotten into any of their other like work?
2: That's literally the only song I know by them. Okay, and yeah. That's I wanted fine. to stay that's that fair. way.
4: Mm. Yeah,
0: that's fine. I like, think you, you should check out uh, "His Blood Will Redeem You." Uh, oh no, that's not real. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's not. So I, I'm just making that up. Yeah,
1: um, uh, or were you there uh, when they uh, raised him from the? <laughs> <Chris him? laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, sometimes it causes me
4: to tremble
1: yeah she kills it i guess
2: (laughs) i mean for being a christian thing that i just learned about 15 minutes ago the fact that they were so popular is kind of impressive you know like and they yeah kind of like because i didn't know i'm sure a lot of people don't know because if i don't know there must be someone out there that didn't know either but like that's pretty what's the word like insidious or like kind of sneaky i don't know
1: yeah I mean, um, well, actually, you know what? That's funny. Um, now that I read about it, there was a controversy. Okay, so maybe we jumped ahead and I'm sure Evanescence fans have been screaming at their ear pods since they've been listening <laughs> to this. Uh, okay, so here there was some controversy around the Bring Me to Life track because at a certain point, a lot of Christian stores are, like, elevating them. being like, yeah, mm-hmm. man, like, this is a great band of some, you know, other believers. And they said they did not want to be par- considered part of it. They oh. did say that Despite the spiritual underpinning that ignited interest and excitement in the uh, Christian religious community Evanescence are a secular band and as such view their music as entertainment. So okay. just because they're Christian or whatever and they believe- and they subscribe to his word that's not what they're <laughs>
0: espousing in their lyrics. I
2: okay, guess. that's fair. That's fair. I love that we've just been talking about Evanescence. Evanescence.
0: Well, yeah. when, so, when you see this a live music wanted. performance like we all just witnessed, it's, it's hard Never to think again. about anything else.
1: And so this pissed off so many Christian DJs that they were like blacklisted immediately Whoa. when this came out. So in a way, you you will not hear Bring Me Back to Life or anything on the radio. They said one of the people said, one of these distributors of Christian music said, quote, they clearly understood the album would be sold in these Christian music chant on these stores and sort of just being upset.
0: So more like Devil in Essence.
2: I mean, I guess it's pretty punk. I don't know. If
0: yeah, very blacklisted. Very cool. I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah, but then she right. like did like the Corn unplugged
1: with John from like the dude from Corn is now Christian. Are so, you, you know, a I'm...
2: huge Evanescence fan? That's no, I, I just gather. did a lot
1: of pills in the early aughts, <laughs> and so this was like vibey music you could put in the background <laughs> while forgetting your own emotional trauma. Oh yeah. wow! But yeah, that was. Sort can of you hit vibes.
2: me up with those pills when you can?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't sell them anymore apparently okay. yeah oh, but uh i i can i can send you a, a really cool corn unplugged dvd where amy yeah, lee from pass. Evanescence comes out to sing freak hard
2: pass
0: that and three uh monster energy drinks and you're basically on drugs uh, yeah uh, you combine those together yeah a uh, corn
1: unplugged dvd and three <laughs> monster energy drinks straight to the
0: dome piece <laughs> you got yourself a party shereen what is something you think is overrated
2: well did I bring this up already? No, I don't think I did. I think no longer wearing masks is uh, overrated. Yeah. Um, especially with this new variant, like it's Dr. Fauci was saying that like it's the biggest threat to America containing the pandemic. The pandemic. Mm-hmm. My friend came in from New York, and like my they, my other friend and I were going to go see him. He was at this bar called Footsie's, and I was just expecting it to be like I don't know, not crazy but it was literal sardines like anywhere you went you were bumping into someone your butt was getting touched like they were dancing and panting and I was like this no I need to leave and no one was wearing masks and it's like I understand I mean I just want people to realize that having the vaccine doesn't mean you're fucking immune I know someone that got the vaccine and has COVID and even though it's minor the alarming thing is that he could spread it to someone that could affect them more, more harmfully like an elderly person or something so I don't know. I just think I'm going to still wear my mask, especially in enclosed, like public spaces. And unless I know the person and people I'm with aren't are vaccinated, I think that's when I feel comfortable taking it off. But I'm just like not I don't understand the full 180 people have done. And
1: it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's even design. more.
2: I think it's even more than 180 because they're going even harder than before because they just like can't <laughs> right. believe they're outside. You know what I mean? They're like,
1: I'm making out with strangers just on the street. I walk. That's what by. it
2: felt like in this bar slash like dance area, and I was just like, chill. Like I don't.
1: I mean, it's like, called footsies, though. You know, It's you know yeah. it's some hanky I'm sorry. What what did
0: you expect from <laughs> yeah.
1: footsies? Yeah, fair, fair. You didn't go to um, chastity belts, you yeah, know, or shan- something yeah, like that, which is actually just a really grim bar there. you don't want to go to. But yeah. I would say I think it's like you know honestly by design this is part of this push of business owners and the media everything to create this semblance that everything is over mm-hmm. because you can tell a lot of people are having real sort of existential dilemmas about what their lives are post-pandemic mid-pandemic like mm-hmm. what they're what they value and things like that and all of this is like yeah don't worry man come on in the bars are open yeah. let's get back to the slog don't fucking think too much about you know like you're the health insurance you might want to advocate for for on behalf of you and other people like let's just get let's just kind of let's get back to that thing where Mm -hmm. the crunch forced everybody to not think about anything and yeah I think a lot of people while I get while you you know if the city and the state is saying like hey man we're good like you know the numbers are low we can we can lift things it just still feels a little it just feels very quick and again with especially with the variant that's going around. We've already seeing like a version like in Israel where they're yeah. very aggressively vaccinated. The Delta variant is coming up in pockets. Not like in absurd numbers, but the pockets are popping up in in schools because the kids are not vaccinated with and that the That spreads variant. so
2: easily that way, you know? Yeah. I think the mentality that bothers me the most is I was working on a set leading up to the day that everything opened up, and literally, like, everyone on set was just, like, counting down the days where they can go outside without a mask. Like, I just, like, it was as as if, like, they were getting freed from prison. I'm just, like, what do you, like, how has your life really changed by just covering up your face? If anything, I would rather go around, like, not recognizable and have my space and not be approachable. Right. that mentality of being like oh my god it's almost here i can finally get my mask off i'm just i don't understand that i mean more I, than I'm sure I, I
1: bet you do like on a very human level right like the desire to sort of feel like you're not in danger anymore not necessarily yeah. like specifically you don't want to wear a mask and like i understand that sort of base level of like god i've been like things have been so different i want this feeling where it's a little bit i can just be a little more carefree
2: actually no that's a good point actually uh Producer Anna and I went to a really nice like housewarming party for Matt Lieb and Francesca Fiorentini. Yeah, and no one was wearing masks; they were all vaccinated. And I really forgot we were like in a pandemic, and that was nice. Like I, I do appreciate that feeling of being like, "Oh wow, here we are again."
1: Yeah, but like, uh, get this thing off of me. Energy, <laughs> is a but no, that like, that wasn't no?
2: my mentality. It was just no, like, right. oh, I feel comfortable here. I think yeah. the mentality of like. I'm finally free. Is what bothers me. I guess. Like, yeah. I, I feel it maybe deep down, but it's not my main emotion when it comes to this. And I just think we still need to be really cautious instead of assuming that, like, oh, I'm vaccinated, I'm good, I can be at this crowded place. And on the other hand, I don't fucking trust that everyone who's ma- who's unmasked is vaccinated. There's <laughs> right. no right. way I trust that. So, Absolutely. I mean, demographically when...
1: speaking, yeah. maybe fifty percent.
2: Exactly. Right.
1: If you really look at the numbers, so even like, if you're there, you're like, I mean, you could, you can damn sure, yeah. get, almost guarantee that a good chunk of these people are not vaccinated.
2: Exactly. You think
0: the people thing. who are like refusing to wear a mask during in grocery stores during the pandemic went and got vaccinated? Like, they're. I know right. it
2: was absolutely not. So those people <laughs> right. are just wandering around maskless still. And right. yeah, again, like probably fifty percent, if not like more, in my opinion, depending on where you live. Right. Yeah. Are not vaccinated, and so. I don't. I mean, I think it boils down to me just having trust issues. Like I don't trust anyone around yeah. me to be responsible, Thanks. so I'll be responsible.
0: I think that's completely bad. Like I, I was talking to a movie theater uh, here in Pittsburgh recently, and they you were just like, talking "You to the theater?" Yeah, you know, just chatting it
1: outside up outside of talking to the wall.
0: Be like, uh, <laughs> So you see anything good lately? <laughs>
1: like, sir, no, I was thinking about taking
0: my kids to a movie for the first time since the beginning of the pandemic, and. The guy was like, well, we do require masks if you haven't been vaccinated. But I was like, oh, OK. And do we need to, like, bring our vaccination cards or he was like, oh, no, we don't. We don't, we don't <laughs> yeah, require <exactly>. that.
2: <laughs> so even though it's enforced,
0: yeah, it's, right. like
2: the honor system, like, fuck you. Like, that doesn't exist to me. Like, I don't well, know. But not in this country. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What is something you think is underrated, you?
2: Well, kind of along the same lines. As people are going out again and socializing, I think it's underrated to not talk. I think (laughs) what I mean by that is I feel like because everyone's out, they're just like, chumming it up and asking all these questions like oh have you been like what's up and we all know the answer to that <laughs> right. nothing just like you like i've been doing absolutely nothing i'm maybe a nervous wreck
1: being out for the first <laughs> yeah. time actually if you want to ask
2: exactly so i think a better alternative is just like kind of embracing like a silence every once in a while i think that's far more like bonding and connecting to be like we're outside let's just enjoy it. like I, I don't know does that make sense i just think i yeah, really absolutely. despise the small talk and I would I've, rather yeah. you shut up. And I would rather shut up, too, than giving you, like, recycled answers. And I sure. think,
0: yeah, I think the small talk people need new questions to mm-hmm. ask each other. Yeah. Because, like, what have you been up to is not a good question. To no. Ask the therapy
1: processing my grief from the last year.
0: Like, what's yeah. the weirdest shit you got into during Yeah, the that's a good
2: question, I guess. Yeah. I think- how are you and at this point to me is a crime to ask that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm bad. I've been yeah. bad.
0: What was the worst eating habit that you developed
4: <laughs> during well, the Oh, you know what I mean? Like
1: a pandemic skill party show and tell oh. talent show. Like, you right. know what I mean? All those freaky shit that you were up to. You're like, yeah. I don't know. I learned how to make this one piece of bread. You're like, okay, perfecting my
2: back bend, you know? Like, exactly. that's something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: that'd be great. Have a little stage set up and be like, yeah. and up next with her skills, Shireen, Lonnie, Younez, and, yes. the, like, and, and then cart opens. Like, and
2: then I'm and i sing evanescence i'm just kidding. yeah <laughs> <laughs> wake me up
4: inside They're
1: like oh shit she's killing but me. right but
2: yeah like i would rather just like literally sit with someone and like look at the moon and then pretend to have a conversation where we're catching up and it's just literally well what is nothing. it about the
1: catching up that you think is de- is that because uh, in- inevitably you're gonna have recycled. to talk about it just right. feels or
2: recycled or i mean to like get real yeah exactly it's either right? I guess the surface level stuff is what I'm talking about. Like if yeah. you're at an event and there are people that are more acquaintances to you and that there's like only the surface level conversation that's possible, unless they really want to go deep. I'm always down to like overshare. I have no filter, but <laughs> on a the good other shirt side, to have. <laughs> yeah. down
1: to overshare.
2: But I think uh, with friends, obviously, it's easy to go deeper. Like maybe you've been keeping in touch with them over the year, yeah. you know, like that's easy. I guess I'm talking about. Now that you're at these, like, maybe house parties or whatever, like, park hangs and there's acquaintances around you, just, like, just shut up. Don't act like just you don't have to try.
1: You know? you're like I don't know you like that. OK, yeah. so we can either go deep with this or just shut the fuck up and look at this moon with me. Yeah,
2: yeah. exactly. I would rather like, honestly, if someone an acquaintance just looked at the moon with me i'd be like we're best friends now you know instead yeah. of being like how are we're, you like i think you know that's the I
0: mean? true underrated just sitting and looking at the moon with Have, did you Shireen? see it yesterday
2: <laughs> it was beautiful yeah i I, I, yeah. I
0: yeah it was like foggy out here but like full bright ass moon it was really
2: mm-hmm. cool yeah it was something else
0: yeah the that's, moon again, is underrated. I've, I've
1: tried to yeah it's it's all incremental you know in terms of getting back to like that stuff or on the other hand it's almost like you just want I, for me and i was talking about this last week when jody Avergan was on about sort of talking more about like there's so much unspoken fucked up shit everybody went through that mm-hmm. on some level i just feel like that's what we're avoiding talking about right you know and yeah. i just want to be like i know are you okay
0: mm-hmm. like it's almost right.
1: like that's what i'm like are you okay yeah. or are you still kind of fucked up from all this and right. they're you're like, "Yo, I'm still kind of fucked up." Yeah. I'm like, "Yo, I don't. You're okay. Let's bring it in. Exactly. Okay. And I'll talk exactly. to you later. But I'm just checking where. Okay, that's fine. I don't need to know. Don't lie to me about. It. I'm like, oh my god, it's been
2: great. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know about anyone else. Maybe I'm just very like I wear my emotions on my sleeve. But there are moments like a, a very mundane thing will happen, and I feel like I'm gonna cry. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. It's just you're yeah. outside, and someone's just like being nice to you and you're like, <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> oh no
0: i well yeah. up at the smallest things these days i'll tell you what oh yeah that's why i like that
1: shakari richardson the 100 meter sprinter who just smoked the qualifying to go to to tokyo and then like her post race like the whole thing i was just i was just ruined with emotion <laughs> like, oh my god she's living her dream and she's going through so much this last year, and she's still uh, overkill. <laughs> the shit is easy to cry.
0: Reach out to us with some suggestions for post-pandemic icebreakers. That...
2: The ones that you suggested are actually good, surprisingly, so you should Wow, thanks, those. Shereen. You're
0: It uh, means a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. And okay, we had like three false starts. Yeah. Getting back. <laughs> but Miles, you were saying that maybe it would be better to rather than just like having the normal come over,
1: eat and drink and talk, and, like
0: talk to each other, yeah. build, be something. Like, build something, do something with your
1: hands. Like, can we go, you know, f- fucking collect driftwood and even make a bomb bonfire or some yeah, shit? Or can we do beautiful. a puzzle or just shit that like requires cooperation yeah. and like physical activity i bet like like whitewater rafting.
2: Woo! Yeah. Camping. I don't know. That sounds nice to me if you're like close <laughs> with someone, not acquaintance. But my, my runner up underrated was puzzles because yeah. I love doing puzzles and doing a puzzle with someone just sounds so much more fun to me than going to a bar. I know that's like maybe a dorky thing to say, but I would just I love doing puzzles. Any you kind of puzzle. shit.
1: Yo, have you ever done a puzzle with somebody that you don't really know that well? Like <laughs> This is like some one night stand or some shit, but like, you know, you fuck around with puzzles. And, you know, when you're making a puzzle with somebody like you can kind of get a telepathy going mm-hmm. where you sort of begin to understand, like, what the fuck they might be working on over yeah. there while you're trying to hit mm. these corners and shit. And you're like, oh, I think this is for you. And they start sliding pieces to you. And you're like, yeah, oh, shit,
4: I don't really even right. know you like this.
1: and You're just doing, doing the
2: puzzle it. we call life. Together, yeah. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I, was t- I like that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Should have sent a poet. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Joe Biden. Someone who I'd imagine is real into jigsaw puzzles. but. Oh. Yeah.
2: We don't claim him. I don't. I don't, I don't think
0: him. he's a puzzled person. I don't think it should reflect on you guys as people. He's, he's puzzled, I was say, and also just—I can just picture him in a sweater by a fireplace, also,
1: like, working if on you, a puzzle. If you're gonna lean into like the you know his senility bit, like he's just putting together <laughs> putting the puzzle together all fucked up. <laughs> <It's>
4: like <"Yeah, laughs> see, I nailed it,
1: and you're like, oh shit, Joe. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Joe, this is a twenty-four piece, man.
1: Yo, like, and also <laughs> like puzzled. the. the the, you want the printed sides to be up. You can't be mixing <laughs> half of them down. And oh, this is not how this works.
2: He's cutting. He's cutting circles out to like make them fit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he's got. Give me my scissors, Jill. Yeah. What?
2: My exacto knife. <laughs>
0: yeah, these pieces aren't fitting. Yeah. I mean, him just like jamming pieces together that don't fit together is a great metaphor for what we're about to talk about because yeah. he announced his plan mm-hmm. for ending gun violence in America. Yeah. And you know, there's some. Some community based solutions, which great other programs to help support the youth. Uh, And then there's just a huge chunk that is giving more money to police. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In
1: the in the official breakdown of the plan, like, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff about trying to combat recidivism and finding housing for people who have been who are previously incarcerated and have been released. And a lot of things that people have been like, these are the kinds of issues you actually need to tackle. Like when you're really talking holistically about like bringing crime down. But again, because he is definitely combating this, like people think he's, you know, or the right is going to hit him with like, he's trying to defund the police. There's a huge, huge section. Like there's things like this from the plan itself, quote, this strategy will use the rescue plans, historic funding levels and clear guidance to help state, local, territorial and tribal governments get the get the money they need to put more police officers on the beat Uh oh <laughs> and then he goes on this is not a time to turn our backs on law enforcement or our communities
2: i Just love the that they, they even they even admitted that law enforcement is separate from our communities you know i don't know like <laughs> right, right. it should all be the same <laughs> or
1: our communities yeah huh. or
2: you have to oh pick wait one. So
1: are the are they diametrically opposed to yeah. our communities and law enforcement yep. Because yeah. it's an either or. It's a oh, okay, interesting that you see that binary like that. Yeah.
0: Talking about putting officers on the beat just like makes you picture a cop who's like part of the community, who's like your neighborhood cop, who's just like walking on the beat, checking in with people that they like who the are sitting possible on their stoop, yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> and like that. But that's not how policing in America works. Like yeah. putting the officers on the beat. Like, no, you're just picturing it's uh... it's
2: just like, yeah, it's I'm not surprised, but it is pretty wild and like kind of entertaining that he's responding to cries. or like demands to defund the police by literally funding the police more, you know, like, let's fix this police violence by adding more police, which means people that aren't trained in anything because it's so easy to become a cop. I don't know, it's just so backwards. Yeah. Just
1: give more people just get more people who didn't make the football team guns. <laughs> yeah. And then send them out there. <laughs> exactly. That's a good that's a good recipe. But yeah, it, it is I mean for most people who spent the time really looking having a reckoning with what law enforcement is in this country and what it means to have, you know, real solutions to crime and and poverty and things like that, this isn't it. This isn't the yeah. answer. And on some level it's like you don't have to defund the police because let's be real like that's that was more of a, a like activist view of like, like sort of where we need to be headed as a society versus people just weren't getting raises. How about mm-hmm. that? Like it's not that people are like, oh, and I'm making, I'm making 30% less now. It's like, well, maybe you have 30% less like gundam gigantic war machines to like brutalize people with, but it's not that you're being defunded. And I feel like you could have gotten through with something like this that wasn't necessarily de-emphasizing law enforcement but just emphasizing these community solutions yeah like yeah. I, i'm never for once going to be like oh joe biden's gonna give a single cent to law enforcement that's just not true oh, no but yeah totally. it would be nice to say like no we're really focused on how we solve this from the ground level up
2: yeah i mean i i agree with you i just think like i was hoping I was never I was never convinced that he wouldn't give money to the police, but mm-hmm. I was just hoping that the majority of it would be allocated towards things that would actually help the community versus more cops, you know? Like, the last thing I thought we needed was fucking more cops. I, I just, I don't know. Right. It's just like... <sighs> There are yeah. just so many other options to put your money towards, and I mean, you've seen all the graphs where it's like this much in police spending versus this much in education or healthcare. It's just like that needs to even out, or we're fucked. Like we are yes, fucked already. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that, and I think most people who are concerned about like this, like more cops on the beat thing, which is yeah, more cops. it usually means more like over policing. Mm-hmm. In a minority or, you know, just low income neighborhoods. And that leads to, you know, these sort of like mass incarceration events that we've had throughout the years, where it's, there's just a direct line to being like, we got to get tough. We need more cops, which really means more people being arrested and imprisoned rather than helping the people in the first place from committing these, you know, crimes, which mostly exactly. are crimes of desperation.
2: Yeah. Right. And also like decriminalizing things that shouldn't be criminalized, like like decriminalizing weed like across the mm-hmm. whole nation, you know, or decriminalizing or drugs, ex- in yeah, drugs in general. Know, yeah, you're right. Mean? Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. And the other thing is, too, like, just even specifically for this, you know, because this plan is also talking about, like, we got to get d- guns off the street. You know, mm-hmm. they're using this lens of like the gun violence to curb it because it unfortunately is a blight for people of color in this country. But he's saying we got to crack down on these rogue gun dealers and things like that. Well, a lot of people are like, "Mm, that's not going well. The same thing happened in D.C. in 2019. Same program about like trying to curb like gun trafficking and things like that. Guess what? The police just selectively targeted three majority black neighborhoods in D.C. and didn't apply this program across the city. So it's it's not. And they're going to be like, well, this is where the activity is like, see, and this is the logic that you guys use to sort of reinforce your biases or just out in the open, you know, hatred of people of color
2: yeah fuck the cops i don't know <laughs> who uh, who just farted at that me oh, okay that's not at
1: that guess. i was seconding it because i was farting the, the oh, okay that's yeah, you're support, farting is... at
2: the police farting at the police
1: yeah and then that'll probably get you oh god could you imagine we're, oh my I'm, god. I'm sure for we're you? closest for someone farting on a, a cop and they're like yeah, yeah dude. they they fucking threw you in if jail If Jack did forever. it,
2: he'd be fine, but I can't say the same for you, my man. He'd
1: be like, up high, man. That was, yeah. that was great, man. <laughs>
0: nice one, bro.
2: He would just rip another one that's bigger, you know? Like, hey, I win. We...
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about uh, right-wing violence. Probably, Like, there's been three stories now that we've had kind of marinating on the dock about just, like, this kind of move towards extremism on the right, so the latest one, there's a OANN segment where one of their anchors talks about how when the dust settles on what he terms as a coup, that, like threw Trump out of power unfairly, the only proper recourse would be to execute thousands of people. Mm-hmm. That clip is apparently going viral on like in the queue circles.
1: Yeah. They're, yeah. Because it's the mass executions sort of thread yeah. that they have. Right.
0: Uh, Then on the other side, like, in in terms of making them believe that they are about to be targeted for mass executions, you have Michael Savage. Mm -hmm. Have you ever heard him, like, heard his show? I mean, it only clips. It's wild. Yeah. But on Newsmax, uh, Michael Savage, who is a conservative radio host who I'd heard when I lived in Missouri, just, like, ambiently on the airwaves, like, on mainstream radio stations— has some very violent, uh, extreme ideas. Here he is talking about the consequences of critical race theory.
1: And I think it's a warning to all um, yes. for this really just clear analysis.
3: I, my blood's boiling listening to Chuck Todd. I wanted to reach through the screen and smack him in the face. Does he have children? Can you imagine having a little child who goes to school and is told that he's no good, his race is no good? He's evil. His parents are evil. His nation is evil.
1: Yeah, actually, I have.
3: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I have. I think
1: I actually I think a lot of non-white people have in this (laughs) country. I'm sorry, but go on, Michael Savage.
3: These are the same SOBs who lectured us for 20 years about don't be a bully. Tolerate everything. And now they're beating up white children in schoolrooms. And I'm not going to mince words. You can cut me off if you have to. I know you probably agree with me. I can't take this anymore.
4: And there's only one
3: solution to it. Sue the goddamn schools if they do it to your child for child abuse. And you will win because that's the only way to stop this. These children are being humiliated and hurt and damaged for life by a psychotic woman who came up with this lie called critical race theory, which is nothing but racism towards white people. No other race is targeted. I could go on. And I could go on and on. I've studied history. I know where this starts. I know where it ends. It started in the same kind of thing started in Germany. The Jews were no good. The Jews did this. The Jews did that. The next ah. thing you knew, they were being excluded from swimming pools. They didn't put them in concentration oh camps overnight. I studied this intimately. I am Jewish. I know how this starts. Uh. Attacks on white people is exactly what was done to the Jews in Germany in the 30s. All
2: right, let's just stop
3: wow, him there. Wow, there's just because... so much to
2: unpack. That's also
0: I, I just just from a uh like visual standpoint something you miss is he goes and you could cut me off if you want and then they just give him the full screen <laughs> they give him <laughs> the full screen and it's like uh He's yeah like, no, they,
2: he says but you probably won't because i know you agree with me kind of thing and it's like it's yeah. true i <laughs> yeah, can't believe course. that's true but right yeah
1: i mean i can i mean I i think all of us who I mean, I've studied history as well. I mean, I, I did when I was in college, when I was learning critical race theory
3: mm-hmm. and becoming
1: a communist. I, rem- I mean, I think we can all remember the genocides that have occurred that were not perpetrated by the hegemonic
4: class in a given <laughs> right. society.
1: What are yeah. you talking about? Because yeah. the are, do they understand the, di- the power dynamics involved? Because that's not how this no. works. You're in total denial of hegemony. And the idea that what white American culture means in this country, that it's at the top, that everything else is in service to that. So how is that going to be upended in the way you're talking about, sir?
2: I just love that he was literally describing segregation. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? He's like, can you imagine children not being allowed in pools and this and this being bullied? And I'm like, yeah, this time you did
0: this. This is what critical race theory is talking about. is allowing into the history of this country and you're trying not to let that happen. What, what is, I think it also,
1: you've proven the point in that you are potentially completely unaware Mm -hmm. of what this form of racism is like. And you're just reinforcing that by coming out and just going like, can you believe this stuff? Mm -hmm. Like what's going on? It's like, well, (laughs) that's because you've not bothered to actually pay attention to anything. But of course, because of everyone's egos and things involved, they will not allow themselves to, you know, take a moment to think like, do I have anything? Not maybe directly, but is this a conversation I should maybe be having with myself on some mm-hmm. level to understand how oppression works and how maybe I can help others out of it? But I don't think so. I don't think these people are about liberation or equity of any no, kind.
2: not at all. It's all no. fear.
0: Yeah, and I think it's, there. there's a real danger because this is becoming the mainstream of the Republican Party. Yeah. what? just one other kind of it's more Republican on Republican. But this Republican candidate for a congressional position in the Tampa area, which is, you know, a, a very Republican part of Florida, was basically captured on tape threatening to send a Russian and Ukrainian hit squad to a fellow Republican opponent to make her disappear. And I just you you just have to wonder as Trump is more and more pushing the Republican Party and like endorsing these candidates who are like further and further out to the extreme. I, I just feel like this is the sort of thing that you're going to hear more and more of. Not, mm-hmm. not
1: to make light of it, but um, this sounds like the worst kind of fake tough guy talk I've ever heard. Because what yeah. is a Russian and Ukrainian like an international hit, like all star hit squad? Last I recall, <laughs> he, the two yeah. countries are in conflict, but they found a way to agree on this issue. Like, it's like, wait, really oh, wait till point. I send my blood and crip hit squad to your house. Right. Like, what?
2: That's a really good point. I didn't even realize
1: <laughs> what that means. They're gonna unite to make me dis. What? Huh? Yeah.
2: I have the ability to unite these two nations, and they they work for me.
1: Oh, wait till I send my Saudi and Israeli hit squad over to your place, (laughs) and you're going to be real mad about it. Like, what? You're just naming two countries that you think are scary? Mm.
0: Wow. All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and talk about Britney Spears. and we're back and so Britney Spears we talked about how the New York Times had published a bunch a bunch of previously sealed court documents that indicated she was not thrilled with the conservatorship going back to at least 2014 so she finally like had a chance to speak about the conservatorship uh in court and It seems like all of the darkest suspicions of the Free Britney movement are kind of accurate. Just a couple details that jumped out. In the article, when they're talking about the conservatorship, they say when almost full control of Britney Spears, the mother of two, was given to her father. So they're not saying control over her finances or control over her safety. It's control over her mother of two. Her yeah, control over her as a person yeah and one of the details that came out we we talked about the court documents that showed she wasn't even allowed to like make a decision about painting the cupboards in her kitchen and she was like mm-hmm. put on a two thousand dollars a week uh, allowance allowance basically while she was making like millions and millions and millions of dollars mm-hmm. for her dad one thing that she talked about in this court hearing is that she would like to get married again and have another child, but can't because of an IUD. She isn't allowed to have removed,
2: mm-hmm. and it was forcibly implanted too.
0: Yeah, and it was forcibly implanted. It's
2: that's so dark. It's it I, yeah, it's,
0: it's unbelievable. And it seems like the the dynamic was basically if she complained, it, like for instance, there was that time when she had to go to a mental health facility, Uh, she's saying it was against her will and it was because she like stood up for herself during a rehearsal. She was basically like, I don't Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't want to keep doing this. It's like a a choke collar thing where if she complained, if she pushed back, it would just like get tighter. It would get like the control over her would get tighter and like more unyielding.
2: Yeah, I listened. I found on Instagram a video that the that the, the yeah the statement she made. It was mm-hmm. like they had a microphone and an amp, and they somehow were amplifying it to the crowd. And she talked about how like yeah, what you were saying, Jack. Would, they purposely would like take her to like very public places, like this place like in Westlake that is very like paparazzi know she's there or whatever, and they would take pictures of her crying and like hum- humiliate her to like try to get her to not speak up for herself again, you know, and she it's just so it's just so upsetting and she like, she said i just want to i want my boyfriend to be able to drive me i want to control my life the iud thing is so horrendous yeah. and also just saying that like the people that people that control her forget like she's paying them and she wants them <laughs> to realize like they work for her not the other way around but yeah, yeah i if you listen to the recording it's kind of It's interesting and jarring yeah it's very jarring but she sounds completely different than what she does on her instagram you know like you see just how much of a front everything has to be and it's just heartbreaking like 13 years is a terribly long time yeah and
1: and it's it's, you can even tell even in the way she was speaking like it it, almost like in a way she had made a piece with it because mm -hmm. she was like and 13 years is enough you know as if like and it's like oh my god It's actually 13 13 years years too many. Yeah, yeah. but like that's 13 years fucking gone Mm -hmm. and you are here. And again, yeah, to your point about the difference in the tone of her voice, like one is this performative. It does make you look at those Instagram posts and be like, what the fuck is going on? Because This is not the person who I heard in this statement the other day pleading to get their freedom and their life back. And that's, I think you would hope enough people actually come around on this or at least in the legally that the, the right decisions can be made for her to be liberated but it's just it's like it's also just there's so many layers to this from just the mental health aspects and how we use that to immediately just sort of negate someone's ability to or or perceive them as someone who has any kind of free will or ability to take care of themselves yeah it's just it it's just really hard to yeah. kind of watch this all melt down as it in real time as it is
2: I mean and in in, like the documentary I mean even just like going back into like your memory of her uh she was a very intelligent like vibrant person you know like there was no doubt that she's like a person that could take care of herself or at least like speak for herself mm-hmm. and i just think it's so sad like 13 years ago she had like and like uh, she was responding to being controlled and being famous essentially and instead of being like, having the choice to do it herself, like, maybe go to therapy herself or, like, whatever, she became immediately controlled by her bullshit family and never had a chance to, and I really do think that they have permanently altered her, whether it was the, the medicine they were she was forced to take or something, I just think it's so tragic because you, she she's two different people yeah, from um, what I mean, she yeah. used to be. It's truma- yeah. I mean,
1: I can only imagine what 13 years yeah. in your, you know, gilded Cage or whatever you mm-hmm. want to call that situation, it's just like a really, yeah. There's, an, I don't know what you. <laughs> how It's going to be a long road, and I just, well, I hope that road begins as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, mm-hmm. like, like, to something you kind of referenced briefly there, Shireen, but they were making her take lithium, like, which yeah. is a really
2: lithium is so hardcore, and it like it's literally alters powerful... your brain.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Isn't that like a bygone treatment?
2: It's it was it's used for bipolar sometimes. It's still it's yeah, still prescribed it. for bipolar, gotcha. but unless or you're it was bipolar, used more
1: widely back in yeah, the day, And people are like yo widely. yo yo yo, you don't need to go on lithium yeah. out the gate. Back in the this. day,
2: it was used for kind of a lot of things, but now right. only like bipolar people should take it. And if you don't have bipolar, it can be really harmful to you because mm. you're not supposed to take lithium if you don't need it. Yeah, Oof. it's just really fucked up.
4: Yeah,
0: I feel like this immediately becomes. Like, just I don't know. I can't wait. I I can't stop reading about this because it's Mm -hmm. just so many different issues that America has, whether it be like misogyny, this particular set of laws. Like, Miles, you were saying just the way that people who have a mental health crisis in their life suddenly become like subjects that Mm -hmm. we just like dismiss as like, you know, well, there's somebody that like we now have to care for. And, or if and they're
2: famous we make fun of them which is right adds mm-hmm. to that
0: yeah uh yeah to your yeah like the, the that was the thing from the documentary that it was like yeah no that makes total sense that she would have mm-hmm. had a mental health crisis at that point like as just being treated like absolute shit like being treated you know i i, I just She's feel bad like enough
1: to have like a shitty time in your life but then on top it be like that's the and, but the world is now talking about it and the right. world is focused on you having your shitty time like that is that's mm-hmm. something most people will never experience in their life. And, it's and the just... world
0: caused the shitty time in her yeah. life also. Like, that's the thing that I I was struck by in the documentary, like just being constantly berated and followed around when she decided to actually like have kids. The world was like pissed. They were mm-hmm. like, no, you're not. That's not supposed to be what we like that's not what we want for you so like again the world like the media took control of over her life and like we're like this is what we want for you so you like be this person and then her dad basically took over her life and was like that this is what people want from you they want like this vegas thing mm-hmm. so like you lose all autonomy and it's just yeah. a nightmare
2: but but to your point that you made earlier miles like it's if a guy went through, like, a public figure who's a, who was a male presenting went through something like what she went through, it would just be... I, he would never have a conservatorship. She He wouldn't be viewed as incapable of taking care of himself, you know? Like, I... Mm-hmm. It's... it's Yeah, it's misogyny. It's also just... I, I can't get over... I mean, I, I can because it's happened in the past, but the fact that it's her father ha- who has been with her her entire life and maybe like in different ways was controlling her before it's even happened. But the fact that he's like her ab- abuser and like her, um what's the word? Just like her captor, essentially. Like, yeah. I just, I-, I can't get over that. I-, I, I-, I just think it's so horrendous and... I, I don't know. I just really hope it comes to a head. And like, I'm really glad she was able to speak to the judge because from what I understood and what I understand, like two years ago, a lot of what she said was like dismissed when she tried to bring it to court the first yeah. time. And I'm so glad that the Free Britney movement has become popular because I really do think that's a factor of why it might happen this time, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we talked on the when we first brought this up earlier in the week about like that whole Southern father, like the balls that they have with their daughter, where like it's it's all about like taking control over your mm-hmm. daughter and your daughter's body, and it's just she's so basically
2: like up. an exchange, like a transaction when you yeah. g- when you give her to someone else, literally yeah. when they like marry off. She's and- a
1: golden goose for that mm-hmm. family that they keep yeah. in a cage, and they're like just keep cranking out the eggs. We don't care if you want to spread your wings or do any of this other shit. Like, you're here for one purpose.
0: In her court testimony, she said that her father, quote, loved the control he had over someone as powerful as me. I'm like, yeah. I'm
1: guessing he has, I'm guessing he can exercise very little control over his own life. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. It seems like he's acted out vis a vis this other
0: fuck. Right. One of the arguments that they keep making is like, uh, substance abuse and like that, she's had intermittent challenges with substance abuse and misuse. And he he's a like frequently relapsing alcoholic. Like mm-hmm. that's he should worry about himself. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, speaking of misogyny, I want to talk about the latest live action Disney remake to be announced, uh, which is Snow White. We've seen remakes of Disney classic. already been made.
2: The Huntsman the, thing. I don't know. Right, right.
0: Oh, so, is that, that, but is
1: that like action or what was
0: that? Yeah, that was action. action I don't think no. that was like from Disney. I think it was like oh. based on the original like grim oh. fairy tale. But this is like, so the classics that have been remade into live actions are like Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid. Aladdin. Aladdin like all those like they're they're classics Book, but classics Aladdin. from like the 80s and 90s yeah. for the most part I, oh yeah Jungle Book I guess I haven't this... watched
2: a single one Like I really haven't not even Aladdin I can't I just I don't know why I don't,
1: yeah I don't think I haven't seen one of the live action remakes
2: yeah me either We're not a single one
0: <laughs> I think they're Jungle. really good you guys that's what I that's what I wanted to talk about you do have kids <laughs> so no the actually I, the only one I saw was Jungle Book and I saw it before yeah. I had kids so no excuse But this one—the only one you saw was
2: the one with Scarlett Johansson—is what you're saying. Is she in that? Yeah, she's like the snake. The voice of the snake. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry.
0: One of our greatest voice actors.
2: Also very telling, of course. Anyway, sorry.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm a Burmese python. (laughs) So Snow White is the original Disney princess, right? It's like the first feature-length film that Walt Disney made, and. It really laid down the foundation for like all sorts of really problematic sort of archetypes that Disney princesses would go on to embody. And I, I just wanted to talk about like specifically I've I've rewatched Snow White for an episode of Bechdel cast and for an episode of the the crack show After Hours that I was writing. So I've rewatched it like probably 10 times in the last five years. And like Yikes. It's really a fucked up movie. Like Mm -hmm. the the character Snow White is like a superhero whose power is her beauty only. To the point that the only way she fucks it up is if she like does something. And the only conscious she's at her peak when she's asleep. Like that's when. So her life. She's the most powerful. She's the most powerful when she's asleep and people see her. But when she's awake and like doing stuff, she keeps like just fucking up over and over and over again. Wow. And then she like will fuck up to the point that she puts herself in a coma or like passes out in somebody's bed and they're about to kill her. And then she like rolls over in her sleep and they're like, Wow, she's pretty.
2: Damn, that's completely it's, true. I never I haven't thought about Snow White in a while, but yeah, that is dark as shit.
0: And like to times like early on when men fall in love with her it's like she's singing while doing chores <laughs> and doesn't know that they're watching so uh
2: Fucking creeps
0: yeah it, so there's like a voyeuristic to element at. to it yeah. yeah she's something to be looked at only and when she's acting on her own like here are the autonomy. things that she does yeah when she you know practices autonomy in the movie she flees into the forest and knocks herself out she breaks and enters into, like, a strange home and then falls asleep in the, like, septuple bed Uh, <laughs> that she's, like, uh, so almost gets murdered. Then she, like, helps them do chores at their house and, like, is the best, like, maid that they've ever had. So, like, that's <laughs> another one of her superpowers. And then what is clearly a witch comes to the cabin and gives her, <laughs> like, asks her to take this apple that is clearly poisoned and she's like okay <laughs> like just make just non-stop makes the worst decisions and then like the good things that happen to her are while she's passed out knocked out in the woods like the animals all like descend on her and then like decide she's too pretty to eat <laughs> when she's passed out in the seven dwarves bed they like literally are about to pickaxe her to mm-hmm. death because they're like what who is this giant in our bed And then she rolls over and that is like the moment where there's like, whoa, but it's while she's asleep. And then once she's in the coma, the prince comes by. They they have like her in a glass coffin for some reason. Uh, And the prince like rolls by and sees her and kisses her passed out body which brings her back to life which
2: brings her back to life <laughs> oh it's yes. full circle i mean i do think that now that you say it all like that the glass box is just like she's at the museum she's yes only right. to be looked at you know um yeah yeah that is in a lot of ways i think especially for the time it was released way back when or whatever the 40s right or i don't know
0: i think it was 30s actually 30s wow but she
2: in a lot of ways she represents like the quote-unquote most ideal woman like she doesn't talk all she does is cook and clean for you right Uh, she's gorgeous and it's
0: depiction of women besides snow white like the evil queen is like it's a butocracy where like the fairest which is just like the prettiest woman like rules with absolute power and -hmm. like must murder anyone who is hotter than her that is like essentially the universe that it presents, so it like yeah. gives you the blueprint for like mean girl culture. It gives you the blueprint for like misogynistic, yeah. Like, better seen it kind than of, heard.
2: It kind of drills down that really awful like uh, belief that like women are competitive. I mean, it's true. It's very true. Like women are so competitive with each other, and these kinds of narratives kind of enforce that. You know, like it's oh, women just like. I don't know, they they battle for each other, like, for, I don't know, you know what I mean? That narrative is just, like, uh, women hate women, which is not true. But some people do embody that, and I just think these narratives really don't help. They just kind of enforce it, but...
1: I guess the best thing they did was put someone that wasn't just a, like, a fully Aryan goddess-type person to play Snow White. That's true, (laughs) especially in
2: the 30s or 40s or whatever, that's true, you know? It wasn't some... (laughs) That would have been bad. <laughs>
1: oh, I mean, just now in this remake, like the best thing oh. is like Rachel Zegler yeah, is like casting Rachel Zegler with... to be Snow White. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, like Colombian, and you're like already the takes are rolling in. I like, it's Snow
4: White.
2: She's not white. Arr,
1: yeah. Okay. Cool. What you gonna Man. be,
2: Snow Brown? Yeah. No, it's like I don't yeah.
1: Probably. Yeah. Van- <laughs> Google search <laughs> it on Twitter. I'm sure. I'm there's terrible t- takes that out takes there. Been yeah.
0: Made. <laughs>
2: I just want to say that's so stupid and white people can really do anything. That's all I want to say. <laughs> they really let white people do everything. Jerry Seinfeld in a movie about fucking Pop-Tarts. Right. It's But yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, let's let's get to that because his career continues to baffle me and Me too. It, it's not baffling in the sense that like his early stand-up was like very of the moment and then Seinfeld the TV show. So, just to Tell people that the news hook is that Jerry Seinfeld is making a movie about the origin story of Pop Tarts that he is like writing and directing. My God. It is, it was like sort of a bidding war, and Netflix won. And it's so he says it's based on a stand up bit. These uh movie outlets keep referring to this as like a famous stand up bit he did. But it's like from his recent stand-up, which none of that is famous. It's all good. <laughs> very bad. It's all very, very bad. Wait, what,
1: what's his, what's the
0: bit? All right, you ready? No. Yeah. Actually, no, I kind of need you to do it, Miles.
1: Oh, here we go.
4: <laughs> I was in the supermarket with my mother, and I was like, hold up, hold up. What the hell is that? Fruit-filled, frosted rectangles, and the food is in the shape of the box. What is this? When you open the packet, there's two! Why? One's not enough. There's too many! That's why!
0: Three's too many.
1: Oh, three's too many. Well, I, was, I got too into it. I don't understand what this bit is exactly. This
0: bit is a satire of it? Seinfeld. That That's the whole bit, is him just making obser- observations God. about Pop-Tarts, but it's such a movie. So bad. Acting like it's weird that the... <laughs> that Isn't pop parts are box? the
4: shape of the box
2: okay this is what my f- take like, so like lots of food are was...
4: rectangle full
2: no exactly but before he was <laughs> famous like when seinfeld was first starting out and like the show his appeal the thing that got him famous or like funny is that he was just commenting on ordinary things like i'm just yes. one of you guys yeah. i'm doing this i'm doing that and then he got so ultra famous his new stand-up is just bad because he can't relate to anyone anymore. And he reaches with stuff like this being like, what do people eat? Pop Tarts. OK, I'm going to make a bit about Pop Tarts. Like what? Like, yeah. you've never Has had, a tarts
4: had to take their Mercedes G-Wagon yeah. and make it bulletproof because protesters <laughs> want to criticize your Zionism. What is yeah. this? You guys can relate.
1: Wait, what? You have a <laughs> fleet of Mercedes G-Wagons that are militarized?
4: Come yeah. on, folks.
0: Is that true? I would, I would totally believe
1: that. No, but that word. is the kind of disc. I mean, because he yeah, constantly yeah. says things yeah, out exactly. loud, and you're like, "What dimension are you in, fool? Like, and you don't, then... you have fully jettisoned off the
0: face of this planet."
2: Some people just shouldn't be famous. that's all
0: right. Yeah. I mean, he's not funny anymore, but he takes that as like a political thing. Like he's then been like, "Kids are too sensitive today," because exactly, and he yeah. like did, he has this bit you're that not I always jazz, refer back fool. to. He went on like <laughs> Leno and was like, I do this great bit where I like talk about how when we use our phone, we're like a gay French prince. And he like does like the scrolling thing. What? In a way that nobody's ever scrolled on their phone. And he's like, see, it's funny, even though the crowd is like kind of huh? groaning. And Any he's comedian
2: like, that starts with, This is a great bit, is that's right. not a great bit.
0: He's like, I did it at college and they all groaned because they they were offended. Because you're not funny. It's not funny, dude. It's bad. Nobody fucking nobody nobody scrolls like that. It's not a it's not a true premise. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you had Uh, your
2: time. You were funny while it lasted. Now you're reaching to try to be relevant, and it's working kind of because there was a bidding war for a Pop-Tarts movie you want to make based on a bad joke. Like, I just. It's harsh.
1: just that generation of people in the business, though. You know what I mean? Like they're all they're all around the same age, and like to them, it's like an easy thing. It's
2: like it's Seinfeld, man. I'm like whatever, right. let's just
1: let's try and bid on it. I don't I don't have time to discover. I think new a great talent.
2: inverse. I think a great inverse is Larry David, where like his show Kirby Enthusiasm or, or whatever. Like his whole bit is that he's just a, a grown like like groany mad old man that's like inconvenienced all the time and i think even now that he's rich and famous he still kind of embodies that there's no change as far as like (laughs) his persona because Mm. the same bit carries and he's still the same guy that wears like normal clothes that yeah, i don't know like he doesn't carry his wealth on his on his body the same way like not physically but like metaphorically he doesn't carry his wealth like on the front of his hand versus like right. Jerry Seinfeld being yeah. like I'm rich and everyone's mad at me. Like I don't know. Right. Everyone
4: says I can't have grills and I'm appropriating. <laughs> That's nonsense.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean look yeah. at what happened after Seinfeld, Larry David made like another comedy classic mm-hmm. and Much Jerry Seinfeld made like a bunch of really bad stand up and comedians in cars getting coffee where he is the most off-putting like just being like I would have thought you'd have a bigger house. Why isn't your house bigger? You're not rich. Like you you're not living know. like you're rich. You got to have a better car. Right. And then is that all that matters, dude.
4: Yes. Yeah. What's wrong with you? How do you keep the voices at bay that tell you you've sold out and you've completely stood for the wrong things at night? It's all consumer retail therapy. I don't even
0: understand what the this film is about exactly. It's wild because the true origin story of Pop Tarts is that posts put out a like announcement that they were releasing these things that they called country squares. Okay. Because they were very bad at naming things. Mm-hmm. But they, they were basically Pop Tarts. They renamed them to Toastem Pop Ups. Cute. And Kellogg's, w- but they announced that they were going to hit shelves in like six months. And Kellogg's was like, oh, you idiots. We're just going to steal that. So they stole it. They changed the name to Pop Tart to be a play on Andy Warhol's Pop Art. Which I oh, hadn't even realized.
2: I did not know that. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Nobody and they had
0: cocaine in that room, right? Seriously. And they had like Bugs Bunny and shit on the box, and they just like completely destroyed this post product. So I don't know how that is going to be a story. Like you, you have to assume they're going to change it to make it like an underdog story or something like that. Mm-hmm. But then when you look at Jerry Seinfeld's last attempt to make a movie and how completely just inexplicable that was, which is B Movie. May, like, I'm kind of curious. Maybe this will just be about, like, how corporate greed is good because B Movie was a 2007 film in which Seinfeld voices a bee who falls in love with a human who actually leaves her boyfriend for the bee. And there you go. Yeah. Wait,
2: you didn't read the craziest part after that? She helps the bees sue humanity for stealing stealing their
0: honey. Yeah. What? That's tight.
2: That's tight.
1: Believe in yourself, yourself, bees. You could pull a lawyer if you want to. Again, okay. Again,
2: this just reinforces like Jerry Seinfeld trying to go back to his heyday times and be relevant. Like he's thinking of, wow, Bugs Life was a big hit. Let me make a. A new version of that with me voicing <laughs> right. the bug. It's just like, right. no. like I and don't. the
1: story is this is you can be literally uh insignificant to a human and
0: still pull I'm yeah. still pulling women. Look at me. me, yeah,
2: yeah
4: look at me. Look what I can do. It be? <laughs> well,
0: it's kind of a metaphor for his uh relationship with that high school student when you think about it mm. for people who <laughs> who don't remember at the height of Seinfeld, like the show being a huge hit, he dated a high school student, yeah, seventeen yeah. years old. The, he's a like, bad is this, like, person is this like the like
1: white response to the flame hot cheetos thing because that's about like a uh, you know a person of color who's like trying to f- invent something and he's like
4: what's our version <laughs> coked out
2: marketing people stealing each other's ideas make that I'm, yeah it's like i'm kind oh, of imagining dude. it like uh what's it called Who's the guy that made the West Wing again? Or Aaron Sorkin? Aaron Sorkin, yeah. yeah. I'm kind of imagining it like that now, where
4: it's like, we <laughs> are oh walking
2: most... into the office being like, we, ha- we have to do this before they do. It's like these big speeches and stuff. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. how I'm... That would be entertaining. I'm not What we're about to do will we'll but...
0: define the way that children exactly. eat for the next 40 years, and you're in here talking about frosting?
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah like
4: yeah, yeah. God bigger... damn it, Charlie! Look at the bigger picture here! <laughs>
2: we have breakfast like, oh in God. our grass. We will control breakfast i don't know (laughs) but okay can you read the high can i read or can someone just read the end of this page that's highlighted i just can't i i've never seen or even i didn't know the plot of b movie until today and i can't get over this because okay in b movie any romance would end tragically because the character's b dick would be ripped out of his abdomen and he would die
4: (laughs) Uh uh-huh I don't what? think that that's like
0: textually in the film.
1: I just no, think that was that's... just a bee expert saying, they're, "Yeah, they're, bees bees die after uh, ejaculation."
2: But right. I'm sure that's a joke in there. I'm almost positive they made that a joke.
1: <laughs> you know my,
4: you know my bee dick. <laughs> <He's>
2: like, I'll <laughs> die if mean? I have sex.
4: Yeah, it'll be ripped out of my abdomen. <laughs> we can't procreate. <laughs> You're kidding me.
2: And he still, still fucking gets the girl. He still fucking gets the girl, and that oh, is yeah. tragic
0: yeah
2: i'm Hmm. glad we talked about that sorry that i made you guys go a little over but i just uh... no
0: i'm glad we talked about that. yeah Yeah. i needed to hear Miles' seinfeld impression
2: i'm so impressed i've never heard your seinfeld
0: (laughs) it just (laughs) happens sometimes wow yeah
1: that jack just i first did it when he just heard me get really like uh excited on a phone call like trying to get a refund for like a cable bill (laughs) that's just like my (laughs) flustered voice he's like that sounds like seinfeld i'm like no, oh my god. Jack I'm like,
4: what are you talking about? i already paid three
2: months, And you're not gonna give me my money back.
1: I don't have, I can't really keep it chill when
0: I
2: get. Wait, excited so you weren't like even that. aware? It, no. Like, Jack nurtured this impression.
4: He yeah. was making fun of me. I have a bug hung in up. Miles' of this house. Yeah. So wow. I, I'm always listening <laughs> for material. He texts
1: me. He's like, so rough refund call. Huh? I'm like,
2: what are you doing? Get out of here. That's so good. My V uh, dick. You could like impur- you could make a voice memo of, or something of you saying something in- insane and Just put it on Just, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's-
1: a leaked leaked writers' room meeting for the new Pop Tart
4: film. Yes, this guy's got to fuck more. <laughs> <laughs> what That's do you gotta- mean?
2: <laughs> There's not one sex scene. You're fired. There's a consultation <laughs> with Andy Warhol, and th- I, don't know. I, don't
4: know. Yeah. I
0: don't
2: know.
1: the man. ghost of Andy, yeah.
0: Shireen. It's been a pleasure, as always, having you on Daily Zeitgeist. Where can people find you and follow you?
2: Thanks, Jack. I also had fun this time. And hey. Miles. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. It's fun every time. Hey. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at shirohero666. And on Instagram, it's just shirohero. You can listen to me and Honest Podcast, Ethically Ambiguous, anywhere you get podcasts. And uh, anything else, you can just Google me and find out.
0: Yeah, yup. And is there a tweet or some of the work of social media you've been enjoying?
2: Yes. Um, Okay. This is just like defining my life. But okay. Emma Ketchum said, the key to looking amazing is looking like shit most of the time. So it's more of a surprise. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I live my life. (laughs) That's
0: so true. Miles, where can people find you and what's a tweet you've been enjoying?
1: Find me on Twitter or Instagram at miles of gray. Uh, you know, the other one, the other show uh, for 20 day fiance. We were talking 90 day fiance. Check that one out. Uh, Some tweets that I like. Let me see how many I got in the old thing here. Yeah, I got a couple. Yeah, this is good. This is one from Doug Exeter at Doug underscore Exeter. It says parenthetical. Sees a guy with visible spaghetti vomit on his sweater. Wow. On the surface, he looks calm and ready.
2: Uh, (laughs) I love that. Uh,
1: Another one is from Sean Clements at Sean Clements. Wife pointed out a yard with a bunch of crows in it on our walk today. I called it the crow zone layer. Uh, Got absolutely nothing, not phased, (laughs) and it's not why I do it. I do it for me. (laughs) <laughs> uh, which reminds me of me and her majesty would just roll her eyes uh, into the back of her head. Also, shout out to her majesty. It's her birthday today. You Aww. know, love to you, Ma. You know, oh, we're, keeping wow. it, we're keeping it thorough. Yeah. And also uh, Molly Lambert at Molly Lambert. This is more of a local thing. And I laughed because I'm from the valley, but and as is Molly. Apparently, David Byrne from the Talking Heads just bought a house in Toluca Lake, which is where like Bob Hope used to live in the San Fernando Valley. And Molly Lambert tweeted,
4: Psycho killer. Toluca Lake.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. I just love that rhyme. I saw that one too. I was like, ba, ba, that's ba, a, ba. yeah, that's a banger. Ba,
0: ba, ba, ba. Qu'est-ce que well, c'est? Isn't that in Die Hard?
1: Is what it? Is like, I say, something, there's like an 80s movie where someone goes, come on, qu'est-ce I forget what film <laughs> that is. It's like an 80s guy speaking French.
2: That's so funny. Probably not.
1: Don't worry about me.
2: I don't think like But die I'm hard. cultured. No, again, it's
1: not but... It's not Die Hard. I, I only If it did, you would have said it immediately, and that's how I know it's not Die Hard. <laughs> if any listeners, if you know what I'm talking about, hit me up
0: with that what what's that from Where the white guy says "Cesca say some tweets I've been enjoying. Lucy Huber came up with a good idea She said a workout class called wedding dancing Everyone gets one glass of white wine Upon entering you dance to build me up Buttercup and shout and stuff and heels For the first 30 minutes Then you get to take them off Get a shot and dance to 2000's rap For the rest of the class uh, I think
2: that's a good idea
0: I would yeah. go to that class And then Defcom won bangs Tweeted normalize me spending $400 Whenever something upset Yes I, re- I I like that one I like that one
2: uh um, yes wait there's one more i just remembered someone named kami activity they put a picture of a headline from cnn and it says california's historic drought is causing drinking water to taste like dirt just add lemon officials say <laughs> <laughs> and her she just her text was just oh okay yeah. I don't know that was <laughs> oh, just, great just like that yeah
0: you can find me on twitter at jack underscore o'brien you can find us on twitter at daily zeitgeist we're at the daily zeitgeist on instagram we have a facebook fan page and a website daily where we post our episodes and our footnotes, footnotes where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode as well as a song that we think you might enjoy uh miles what is your recommendation for today
1: Okay, we are going to go out on a track by Mareba uh, M-E-R-E-B-A It's called Gold It just has really dope, just laid back feelings You know, it's a good one for the weekend You know, just to,
0: just to you know If
1: you're going to maybe look at the moonlight with a friend Do a puzzle, keep it less yeah. talky, more mm-hmm. vibey This you're is a track for you sir. So. perfect evening Exactly So check
0: out Gold by Mareba all right. Well, go check that out. The Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for us for this morning. We are back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we will talk to y'all then. Bye. Bye. Bye.